We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds, anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Learn the art of filmmaking with Spike Lee, or how to bring your creative vision to life with Issa Rae. Try songwriting with Alicia Keys and cooking with Gordon Ramsay. The possibilities are endless. With over 100 world-class instructors ready to teach you, that thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Get 15% off your annual membership today at masterclass.com slash save. That's masterclass.com slash save. Now, the next part is very important. They are going to take you. In a world of big-budget blockbusters, travel back in time to explore the epic and not-so-epic movies of yesteryear. Join Tim, Chris, Dana, and Spaz on their adventures through Nostalgia Land. This is On Second Watch, a movie nostalgia podcast. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Good luck. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of On Second Watch. This is part two of Taken, our 2008 English-language French action thriller. We have something to address, so dance with us. Hello. Hi, Spaz. How are you? Um, we're fine. We already did this. Don't worry about it. Good. Stay <laughs> move on. Skip the small talk. Boo. So Dan's back from his birthday shenanigans. He survived the heavy drinking. And he was able to complete the over-under, so I want to run through that. But first, we have the nostalgia score for Taken, even though you've already watched it. Really quickly, if you could give us what you would rate this movie before watching it again, just uh, so I can add it, would, it to the list. I'd give it a six before. Six. Yeah. Yes, right. thank you, Dan. <laughs> no, 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 don't even start with that. <laughs> you gave it a five, so shut up, Carrie. I'm more better than you. What? I don't think that's how that works. It's how it works. (laughs) Six is higher than one. I'm better than her by one. Yes, six is higher than one. (laughs) See, I told you I could do math. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's too early for this already. Oh, (laughs) Chris is my best friend. Best friend, best friend. Yes. Oh my God! Go on, <laughs> go Tim. I can't. I'm done. Oh, oh God! It's good to be back. No, oh, that makes one of us. You guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, you missed me, didn't you? Yes, you did. I did. 
I did too. (laughs) This episode is going to be an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, God. Uh, That's what I bring to the table. Hello. And some sweet math skills. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Twizzlers. That's right. We bought Dan a five pound box of Twizzlers for his birthday. And I'm curious how much is left. Copycat. Nah, I'm just better than you. That's that's it. Because you finished yours and I have a whole bunch. So Dan, do you have over under two point five pounds? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, over. <laughs> I only had a I only had a few so far. I haven't really okay. gotten into it too too much. All right. Well that's good. It's you know, that's a lot of carbs. That's yeah, five pounds, so that's that's a lot of <laughs> I'll give you fifty bucks if you eat all of it during this like podcast. Mm. Uh the, all right, I'll be right back. Let me go get them. Oh, no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, I was just trying to help us. I thought if he was eating Twizzlers, he could talk. I was doing a <laughs> Chris, you yeah, bubble you, when I talk. No. You understand what you'd be hearing, though. Not, oh, because this, not if you hit the mute button, Tim. Not this guy. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's jump, let's jump into our over-under now that Dan's here and we can see who takes this one home. Not me. Well, let's... let's hold on, dude. Let's, let's see how it panned this out. This is how let's, I work, Tim. You set yourself up for failure, so if you do inevitably win, you're like, oh, all right. That's the only way I know how to live. All right, well, prepare to fail. <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> so, question number one. How many people does Brian Mills kill? And I asked, was that over or under 30.5? Chris and Dana were under. Spaz and Carrie were over. I'm wrong. It is actually over. Oh, sweet. All right. Cool. Um, I, I could not get an actual count. I checked five different sources, and they all gave different numbers, but every single one of them was at least 31. So I said, 30 is a good point. So I could have swore it was under when I was watching it today. Yeah. I felt the same way, but I, there was a lot of people that broke it down so i i trust the internet i don't yeah the internet <laughs> sucks that's but... a slippery slope dan take this victory for us stop that sorry i'm scary this is not my thing okay <laughs> I ha- if you have it i have to fight it again i just you... my my threshold here is i just need to be better than dan at this for my own personal <laughs> self-esteem because <laughs> it's just bad uh thanks carrie Love you, buddy. Love you too, girl. If you have a complaint, email us at onsecondwatch at outlook.com. There better not be no complaint. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to rewatch the movie and I'm going to, because I swear to God, there's not 31 deaths in this movie, but whatever. I'll take it. Take it it as a win. Just, can I move on? No, I'm still angry about this, but whatever. Go ahead, I guess. Go. Okay. So the next question was, how many distinguishing features does Kimmy yell for Brian to use? And I asked, was that more or less than 3.5? Everybody said over and everybody is wrong. Yep. Yep. So we have... She's got like three. Beard. What, what, what'd she say? Beard, height, and tattoo? Yeah. Yeah. Except she gave very specifics about the tattoo, though. Right. Yeah. But that's one distinguishing feature. Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The way you wrote that, yes, you win, but she definitely I... called out more features if you're going to get into particulars. But I'm not. That's fine. House win. I think I already argued you on this anyways. Yeah, Dana was very angry when we were watching it. It was like, that was more than three. No, it wasn't. No. 
Hey, Dana, how many agents did Kevin Oh, my uh, God, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you lost. Eat some shit. No, I didn't. You did. But whatever. You did lose. Semantics. Nope. It's okay. I, I'm over this. I, oh. I already... I already argued it with Tim and I. I said my piece. I'm done. See, this time, Chris, you brought it up. (laughs) Well, this horse ain't going to beat itself. (laughs) The people even went against you, Chris, so you should just give up, man. No. Okay. Okay. I'm still still doing over the 31 deaths, so that's just me. I kind of can see it now, I guess, like in the last bit of the movie between like the mansion scene the party scene to the boat scene that's a huge chunk and then you hear yeah but a couple of those people he didn't kill he just knocked them out maybe he went back and shot him i don't (laughs) but then you also have the part where like even um oh the one like um police officer mentions that you know already seven did he say killed seven or injured seven killed seven you know that was like 30 minutes of being there yeah so who knows? Oh, he's got some uh, some good skills. Speaking of skills, let's jump to question three. Oh, yeah. Segway. <laughs> Coming at you. How many times does Brian mention his skills? And I asked 2.5. Everybody said under, except for Dana. And it's actually over. In the quote alone, he says it three times. Yeah, I missed the third one. <sighs> so it looks like... After three questions, Dana, Spaz, and Carrie are tied with one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you suck>. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. Perfect. It's not getting much better. Do we hear the F-bomb? Yes or no? The answer is no. And Carrie said no. That was it. Everyone said yes. So Carrie is now in the lead. Oh my gosh. This is such a good moment. I don't want it to end. <laughs> I love you. I hate oh my you. God. You love me. Uh, I hate you. You love me so much. I hate you. No, I'm going to convince you to love me. Nah. <laughs> it's going to get really awkward. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <sighs> so how many, how many times do we hear the phrase, good luck? And Carrie called me on my bullshit. My little so sneaky sorry. question. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked if it was more or less than 3.5. And it was at least seven. I lost count. Because he was replaying it in that recording on the airplane five times. Yeah. yeah. So everyone said over. Everyone's right. Hey, I'm on the board. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the question is, would you have said over if Carrie didn't bring up the. Yeah, I remember the recorder part. Okay. All right. I'll give it to you. I didn't ruin everything. No. So now, second to last question Do we hear the Wilhelm scream? Yes or no? Chris and Dana said no. Spaz and Carrie said yes. It was not in this movie. So weird. Oh, it's just, uh, it's a very close game right now. So, with the last question coming up, Carrie is in the lead with three. Hold on. Hold oh, on. nope. Carrie and Dana are tied. Maybe. My bad. Hold on. Three we apiece. We just need to say something. What? Good luck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can, you can continue. <laughs> You'll say that, but I couldn't get you to go, Junior, until, like, the end of the episode. Junior. And... I did it in the best possible way. So And Carrie, it took her four episodes to do it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Carrie and Dana are tied at three. Spaz has two, and Chris has two. 
So with our last question, how many times is Brian Mills on the phone? And I asked, was it more or less than 10.5? And Chris and Dana and Spaz all said over. With Carrie saying under, it was in fact under. Woo! I was ticked when we were watching the movie because I kept thinking in my memory about the recorder, mistaking that it wasn't a phone. So that was a good question. I just good job, Carrie, by the way. On the phone Thank the you. That was, yeah, that I was thought, a really good one. I could have swore he was on the phone more um, yep. talking to some people, but then he ended up meeting him in, in person. I was like, oh. They're just really memorable moments when he's on the phone. Like the one yeah, in the apartment, and like when he's nervous, like that's like five right there. Right. Yeah. He, um, I counted those two and it still came out to eight. Yeah. That makes sense. Did you count the part? Like I'm assuming the part where he's on the walkie talkie technically is going through a phone. I did count that. Yep. All right, cool. And I, if, even if I counted the, uh, the time when he did the like, little finger phone telling Kimmy to call him. Oh. That still wouldn't have been 10.5. So. Yeah. I asked him if that counted at one point. I'm like, does this count? <laughs> I got another question about the F-bombs. He gave the finger. Does that count as a half of an F-bomb? That's saying good luck. You. Uh, so. Nope. Nope. That is a... <laughs> nope. Nope. I need to hear an audible F you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, all right. I was just just kidding, but you know, I thought it was funny. No, because I watched the unrated uh, version, and he doesn't do anything in there either. Hmm. All right. Well... Carrie wins. Oh my god, yes. this is such a great moment. Do you have a victory speech or anything you want to say? I'm so excited. I have literally nothing prepared right now because I thought I was going to be awful again. I guess we'll just cue the music already. Yeah. I wish I could see your face right now because I, I can only imagine just how happy you actually are. It's exactly what you have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm happy well, too now. <laughs> con- congratulations, Carrie. Oh, thank yes. you. We'll see if you can keep that when we do Bill and Ted. Oh, my God. <laughs> so excited. Yep. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be another so, 10 times before I actually win again. That's okay. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you never know. Maybe you'll beat Chris when we do Hocus Pocus. Oh, I God. doubt it. That'd be, that, that, no. that would be embarrassing. I'm going to try my damnedest to beat that asshole, but I doubt it. Hey, who knows? I mean... If I'm trying not to watch it prior to then, I'm just going off memory. My memory sucks, so. Yeah, I hear you. That's okay. My my questions go off to obscure land, so you never yeah. know. You can't prepare for my my crap. <laughs> no, no, I can't. Can. I'm, I'm waiting for you to be like, how many individual pieces are on each part of the broom that they have in the beginning of the movie? <laughs> oh. Am I close? <laughs> That's a good Over question. Over under right? 20.5, right? How many, I'm write that down right now. How many buttons are on Sarah Jessica Parker's corset? Well, you would know that answer, so I'm not going to ask it. Eight. <laughs> the answer is eight. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. I hope to God it's not eight, because I think it's real creepy real quick. How many that was so convincing. buttons? Thank you. All right. Noted. <laughs> okay. So I, I have to ask, Chris. Um, in our last episode, we were talking about Ugh. you buying that whole box set. Did you actually get it? I did not. Um, afterwards, I was thinking about it. I already owned Taken on Blu-ray. And I want to say that my dad actually has the box set. So if oh. anything, like I'll go to my parents' place and borrow it from them. Gotcha. Yeah. I was really, you know, after thinking about it, I I vaguely and to barely remember the 
the sequels. So I, I feel like I have to do my due diligence and actually watch them again because I, I feel like the first one set me up so big and then the second and third, I didn't feel the same way, but mm-hmm. that just, I don't know. Now that there's been such a big window between the two or the three, I, maybe I could actually sit down and watch them and enjoy it. Yeah. Cause it was quite a few years after um, the first one, wasn't it like four years? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. I don't even know. Don't have a clue. Because hmm. it was 2009 for the first one, right? 2008, 2009, yes. Going to the Googles or IMDb. IMDb, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, 2012. So, yeah, four years later and then two years for the third one. And then, yes, what is it? What am I looking at here? Oh, God, it's, a, it's the TV series. No. Yeah. Nope. Not doing that. Oh. Well, um... So before we start diving into our new experiences, I have another shout out I want to give, and that is to Greyhaven Anime on Kofi. You can see her at Kofi.com slash Greyhaven Anime. She is a graphic artist and cosplayer, has some really cool stuff. Uh, I'm going to link to all the different sites that she's a part of. She sent me her link tree, which is kind of a quick way of accessing some of her important links and sites, and she's got a ton. So I'll list it out there so everyone can check out her stuff. She's got some great illustrations, some great cosplay. So check her out. She's very fun to talk to, uh, has some, has a great Kofi page. I'm going to steal some of her ideas, but um, she's got some great content out there. So check her out. Uh, Greyhaven Anime. She's definitely someone to to see on there. She uses that site to the fullest. So uh, big shout out to her. And so some things that I noticed when we were watching this movie, something I'm really sorry about is at the convenience store that he went to, I think to process some film, there weren't Twizzlers on the counter. There were red vines. Uh, Sorry, Spaz. Yeah, I know. I, I got a little angry, but it's all right. Red vines are good too. Can't go wrong with either, but Twizzlers are better. All right. Yes. I think I think that's a consensus here. Unless, I don't know. I didn't ask Carrie. Carrie, are you a red vines or a Twizzler? You guys are going to hate my take on this. I don't eat anything that's like gummy like that. So neither. I, I don't like anything gummy, but twi- like like I don't touch gummy bears or gummy worms or any of that shit. But like Twizzlers are not gummy. Really? They're, no. Red no, they're gu- like red vines of the gummy or the- they're not even like gum- like gummy bears and stuff like that. That's that's a gummy type of candy. I it feel like, like that's twi- chewy texture. No, no, Twizzlers are no, like a no, hard because I can't. Like a, yeah, I I've had Twizzlers. I ha- are you they're- sure? <laughs> of all things in that category i would say i like them the most like i would totally eat twizzlers but they're not my favorite well i guess uh since carrie's birthday is next we're gonna send her a box of twizzlers and we're gonna find out i'm not not gonna send her anything because she's not gonna get eaten because oh it's gummy tyler would probably eat the twizzlers right yeah or no yeah tyler would totally take them there we go great we'll give time you can have the ryan gosling signed picture yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holding a bunny rabbit. <laughs> how about how about shoelace licorice? Has anyone ever had that yes, before? Uh, like I had that. As I a don't kid. mind shoelace licorice, but it's not yeah. bad. It was like in that section where it was like all the bags that were like a yep. dollar. <laughs> it was right next to like the circus peanuts, which are just basically um, packing foam with sugar. Well, back in the day, they used to sell those at <laughs> Cracker Barrel. The shoelace. Yeah, that's where I always. Bought them. I just remember. I remember going to uh, the. Um, Oh, just like to like the drugstore, like Rite Aid, or you know, if you're old enough, you remember it being called Perry's. Oh yeah. Uh, and then um, you know, CVS, which was uh, what was it Ar- Arbor? Yes, Arbor's. Yeah. yeah, 
They always had it. It was like a buck, and it was like that, like the section where it was like all the bad candy. They had the, like the little wax bottles of like pop. And oh, I love those things. Things like that. I hate those. So gross, love them. man. But yeah, the shoelace licorice. That's the stuff that's like three feet long. Yeah. Uh, it's like all yeah. yeah. It's like they're all like twined together and shoved into the bag. Yeah. <sighs> oh yes. <laughs> it was right next to the. It was right next to the big league chew. Oh, dude. Oh, right. don't even get me started on big league chew. I love it. Love it. I know, I know. Episode is really more about our nostalgia for candy, our, and our that is real, okay. Yeah, like I don't know, man. There's so much, so much candy. I mean, I'm not even a big candy person, but now I'm looking back, I was like, that stuff was cool. I love candy. Candy loves me. Yeah. They I always had the candy. like the weird. They always had like the weird stuff there too, wasn't there? Um, well, there was all the candy you couldn't find anywhere else. It was just like in that bag, and it was just like like a generalized bag of candy. I just remember one being like candy coated like peanuts or something like that but they were like spicy oh yeah yeah okay i'm glad i'm not crazy no, you yeah what talking about. i never got them but i remember those yeah right hmm. oh anyway. those the uh those the red dollar candies those red, are my jam red dollar candies i don't i don't remember those it's because i, I ate them those. all you can <laughs> see them yeah no i used to buy those for you on the regular and then That's they right. just disappeared yeah <laughs> what what are they yeah what like um they were shaped like coins, I guess. They're just, I don't know, strawberry, g- generic red flavor. Like, like, a, like a taffy, like a hard candy? No, it was more like a Swedish fish type oh, of thing. Oh, all right, right on. Something gummy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Chris's favorite. I, I don't mind Swedish fish so much. They are pretty chewy, though. But okay, Carrie's I know, turned I, off. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie laughed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carrie's like, like muted as she's like throwing up, yeah. I'm like, if it's not a Reese's peanut butter cup, it can pretty much get out is kind of where I stand on but this. But there's thing, so you know? many oh other type of candies. What about like gobstoppers? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I'm okay with hard candies and stuff. How about like, okay, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Gary, this is going to make or break our friendship here. Um, how do you feel about Starburst? Yeah, so first of all, I find it hilarious. You're this is get going out. to make or break our friendship. <laughs> get out. But I actually like Starburst, and I know that that's a weird thing considering my other argument. So, so, so Starburst has this almost the same chewiness, even I don't more chew so. on them. I'm what, sorry, you what? suck them until they're small and you swallow? Yeah. I mean, this is very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Is, I just said that. <laughs> you do a lot of sucking and then you swallow. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I mean, six is greater than one, so I mean, you might as well shoot. <laughs> six. Is- I mean, no, I mean, oh. I, I, I like. Okay, so you don't chew. Okay, I'm just like, do you just eat them whole then, pay, wrapper and all, just pop them in like it's like going out of style? I can confidently say that that is not how I eat a strawberry. No, no. Okay, she okay. uses okay. a fork and knife. I, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you popping them like halls, like boom, boom, boom. Just eat them. I think I'm going to redirect this conversation. And what is your favorite candy, Carrie? She just said it. Reese's Pieces. Uh, Reese's Pieces. Yeah, yeah, but you said amongst other things. So, Oh, man. Mm. This is a really tough. Again, all, much all like joys? everything else. Oh, I'm enthusiastic portrait. about everything. But, uh, yeah, I think maybe like Reese's or maybe like Nestle Crunch. I'm definitely a chocolate person. Oh, okay. Uh, so like Almond Joys. No, Chris. Nobody likes those. Wait, Carrie, yes. what, did, what, what did Carrie say? What? I like almond joys. Oh, yes, almond joys are amazing. Nah, Thank you. One almonds gross. Two, I think coconut, coconut gross. Awesome. The only good thing about almond joys is chocolate. How are we even friends? Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm awesome, and so are you. Obviously, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Right now, Tim's being really quiet, but he feels the same way you do. I Spaz. think Tim's just uh, because me and Tim are smart. Eating. 
<laughs> Actually, sorry. Sorry, this is greater than sorry Tim. I didn't mean. I'm. I'm sorry. I disrespected you on that one. <laughs> Poor Tim. Think about all the editing I have to do after this, dude. Why? You better you, not check this out. We're talking candy. How dare you? Yeah. I'm gonna be taking out the part where you're talking about Carrie sucking and swallowing, dude. That was the <laughs> best part. <laughs> oh Daniel. I ain't gonna make it over here today. <laughs> the, All right, the, fine, the, I'll go. the amount of enthusiasm in his voice when he said that. It's like a kid in a candy shop. Oh man. Fine, I'll just flag this as explicit and I'll let it there go. go. Yeah, just, just tag, tag it, and leave it. And so I was talking about candy, not other things. Oh, no, we're so already... glad. Yeah. So glad one of my bosses re- requested that we review this movie. You're well, welcome. You, know you, you, you could chunk all this out, and we'll have a candy episode. Just cut it all out, and then we can just have a Candyland episode. I don't know. Taking candy from a baby. <laughs> Ooh. Then we watch Baby's Day Out, and I just promptly hate everybody <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> that was a fantastic movie. <laughs> my movie is terrible. Oh God. Oh, Chris. You just don't know. Actually, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I think it's been like oh, I don't know, twenty five years since I've seen it. Yeah, it's been a while. Anyways, we should probably just veer back over to the actual movie. <laughs> yeah, 20, I mean, yeah, we've been we've been recording for almost thirty minutes, and I think we've spent five minutes talking about the movie. This is the extended edition. That's okay. So, so going back to the movie, do you? So, Carrie, do you remember the second and third at all? I remember the second one. I don't remember the third one that well. I only saw it the one time. Do you know if they dive into Brian and Lenore's backstory at all? Oh, gosh. I don't really think no. I think it's pretty shallow on that. Because Lenore is a bitch. <laughs> I thought that, too. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Like, I just, I mean, I, so I get it that, you know, Brian Mills' character is kind of a, was gone a lot, but... Every scene that they're in in the first 15 minutes, she's just like daggers. Are you talking about the, yeah. the movie we just watched? Yeah, or take like it. the sequels. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time no, she even as much as looked at him, she was like, I'm going to kill you with my eyes. She's, she's aggressively angry. And it's funny because later on, if I remember correctly, they were, they got divorced after five years because she made reference to like, you know, she dealt with it for five years. Then I don't know. Maybe she's pissed. It sounds like he, he, bounced even more so he just kept doing his own thing so he wasn't a big part of their lives until recently so maybe that's why she's but he did like... make it home every year on her birthday he did mention that okay cool. it got reamed so out he... but yeah that was one day out of 360 i was gonna say what well, yeah right cool you showed <laughs> up for like one day out of the year congrats yeah but he was keeping the world safe i mean come on she knew what his job was at the end no matter what he showed up and was the ultimate dad, so we're just going to go with that. Even yep, though I mean, he may true. have sucked for the rest of the time frame. I mean, I, you know, and I, think in, I wouldn't mind having Liam good. Neeson as my dad, man. That'd be awesome. Or Brian Mills. Dude, it, if you got abducted and someone talked to your dad, you'd be like, yeah, just keep him. Oh, God. <laughs> Absolutely. My dad would be hang up the phone. Good luck. Good you want, luck. You want to sell that guy? <laughs> good luck. <laughs> You're not going to get a, like a 50 cent off his ass, but that's it. Well, well, 
my god. I think my favorite part is that he was gonna work as basically private security after this and like thought that that was like totally fine. <laughs> it's like, do you not know that how like badass this guy is? It's just so yeah. weird. It was very weird. But it f- it fit the story. It did. Mm-hmm. It- uh I got another question. So when he's beating the crap out of Peter in that taxi and he runs away. Why the hell did he run up the on-ramp to an expressway? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same yeah, I did. Like, what, what was his plan? I don't think he had, had a plan. He just didn't want to get his ass kicked anymore. I like the fact, too, like, this is not a old, dated movie. You know, this was, it took place in, you know, 2008. But the fact is, he does all this, right? And it's in view of, you know, hundreds of different cars, almost causes a pileup, there's accidents and stuff. And he's just kind of like, all right, time to Batman out of here. And it was just like, just like flips his collar up on his jacket and disappears. And like, nobody pursues it except the one guy is like, Oh, my boss wanted to arrest you on the fly. I'm thinking, all right, there's gotta be multiple jurisdictions here. Or maybe I'm just very wrong. And but like, nobody else was like, who is this random person who just caused a 50 car pileup by driving, you know, up this like incorrect way on the expressway. I mean, you couldn't live stream, you couldn't post to Twitter, and like half of our phones like had really crappy cameras at that point. So, but it, they still had cameras, and there's also probably the multitude of security cameras there too. Well, also oh, you okay. had the police officers that were that could have been just waiting for him at the butt next right. to the car when he got back too. It just every, everything else for the most part was subtle. Like, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't as crazy as that. It was kind of subtle. I mean, obviously, shit was crazy, but it was not as just like wide out in the open. I just landed. I'm, you know, jacking this car. And um, yeah, I'm going to just cause a massive accident and then just vamoose out of there. Yeah, because I mean, we're we're talking, you know, 2008. This is when apartment or apartments, uh, when airports are like locked down hard. Yep. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, eh, I don't know. I, I I guess, you know, don't think too much into it, but it's just kind of just just weird to see him running up an on-ramp. If I was trying to get away from somebody, he's like, I'm going to duck into a crowd, maybe not stick my thumb out on the expressway. Right. Yeah. They're just I don't want to poke at this because I actually I really enjoyed it um, when I rewatch it, it. It holds up well. But like the more I think about it, there's like things where I'm going, what? But yeah. this is that it happens in every action movie. It happened in Con Air. It happened here. I guess the difference being, like, this movie was kind of tethered more in reality, whereas Con Air was Con Air. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like how when you and I watched Van Damme's Hard Target, I mean, there's just, there's some exceptions to the rules where you just assume that shit's going to get crazy. And then when Van Damme got on the motorcycles with the Uzis and balanced on them as he drove down the expressway, I mean. That was awesome. This one was kind of. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. But I expect that in that movie, because I expect the craziness in Con Air. I don't expect that in this movie. This is grounded a little bit more in reality, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I think other than that, I mean, right. I think the the, the, the construction site, that was that was quite the construction site. Yeah, um, it was huge. Um, perfectly set up for a death match on, <laughs> in minivans. But, right, yeah. Um, but, I, you know, this movie was, I think it was an hour and a half. And I think like we were talking before was it? it's just literally it's nonstop action. As soon as he's there, it's one thing after another. It does not slow down. So it it's gripping. It keeps you at the edge of your seat. Uh, one thing leads into another. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It was, it was fun. It was a very action heavy in your face kind of movie. 
Yeah, I will say that what really kind of detracted me a little bit overall, I mean, some of the craziness now that we're thinking about it, as far as like being kind of realistic, I found the mannerisms and like the behavior of Lenore and her new husband just like odd. Like she acts like she's really upset, but it seems really forced. And he's just kind of like, oh, this is this is concerning. Uh, we should do something. What can I do? And it's like really like you really this is how we're gonna behave like i would assume more like brian being calm and collected he does he does this but she acts like one minute she's just kind of sort of upset like oh god my daughter got taken this is kind of a bummer oh then it's like the water works but it's like it seemed very forced it was just very hard like i don't know i had a hard time with like the way they behaved and it was like it was very unrealistic yeah I I agree with you that their behavior was very unrealistic, but I also feel like their lifestyle was very unrealistic. So, I I, I don't know, like the the whole the whole idea of all of that was just kind of like, what is going on here? But yeah, I guess I I, I felt the same way too. I was a little off put by her reaction, where I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and then like I I don't know. Then her like new husband was just kind of like chilling there, and he's like, oh, this this is a bummer. Hmm. I'm like Jesus, dude. Like, even if you didn't like the kid, I you'd, you'd be a little bit more, you know, concerned. It's another human being that got, you know, kidnapped. Like, I, I don't know. It just, it was that really detracted me from it. Like, uh, their behavior was very off and not real. A lot yeah, of hate on Lenore. A lot of hate on Lenore. Dunkin' refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day with more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment, even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today. Only a Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. And I like, I mean, obviously, I like Famke Jensen as an actress. Like, I think she does great in this. It's just, it's very weird. She's super pissed at Brian, like you guys said. And, like, my assumption, like I said, was maybe because he was never there and she's just very bitter about it. To, like, the forced waterworks, like, she's just, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, and then, like, I felt like it was interesting, like, from what you're saying, where it's, like, all of this forced stuff and then she basically just disappears and let him do his own thing. And barely even says thank you at the end. I was like, really? Yeah. It was it was confusing. I, I don't feel like, I don't know, maybe her character was kind of more of an afterthought than anything. Yeah, or just like super secondary to the fact that it was mainly, you know, about uh, Kimmy and Brian. Yeah. yeah. I think so. But other than that, I, there was uh, the action sequences. I thought they did a really good job um, filming that, especially... Some of these chase scenes and mm-hmm. the choreography is was really well done. Even though they did the whole shaky camera thing for a lot of it, I thought a lot of the fight scenes looked very realistic. A lot of um, hand-to-hand combat that I, I didn't think there was that many. I thought it was a lot more gunplay, but it was there was a lot of hand-to-hand. 
I do appreciate like the uh, the karate chops of the throw, which happened more than once. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that kind of made me chuckle a little bit. It's an effective move, apparently, because he just took out guys twice his size with one swift chop to the neck. Well, if you can't breathe, you can't fight. Hey, I get it when he rams like the side of a gun to some guy's throat, but there's a couple times where he just kind of karate chops one dude, and he's just like down for the count. I'm like, eh, I don't, maybe. Well, what's more effective, a karate chop to the throat or an Indiana Jones punch and knocking two people out with one punch? Oh, Indiana Jones. It's more badass. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was here yeah. 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 Better yeah. sound effect. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. But trust me, yeah. if you get hit, so punched or karate chopped in the throat, it's going to shock you, and then that's when he, the other ass whooping comes into play. So, Carrie, what was your favorite scene in this movie? I still do like the time where he's over... Um, at the other the French guy's house and sitting with him and his wife and it's just like super tense. I kind of really like that scene. I know that's a weird scene, but <laughs> no, I was you know I was I was going to ask you first because I had a feeling you were going to say that, and that was actually my favorite scene too because they know what's up and she's just like, oh, your friend's over for dinner and she's all happy and getting ready for dinner and she's like, wait, what's going on? And all of a sudden she gets shot in the arm. It's like, oh, it's a flesh wound. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great scene. Yeah, super tense. Uh, Dana, do you have a favorite scene or moment? Hmm. No, I don't. I don't think I have a particular favorite scene in this movie. And that, particular that's set not, of skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something like that. Um, no, I. I don't know that I necessarily had a favorite scene, but I don't know. You can skip me for now. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll skip you for now. Spaz, how about you? You, I, I'm assuming you just watched this today. I did, yes. Yeah. What What'd you think? I'd say the construction park scene where he saves the girl and finds out with uh where their headquarters is. I guess. Yeah, that was a good part, just because he saved a lot of you know girls that were there or got them out at least, and they can figure out what to do with themselves later. But that was sweet, and yeah, just uh, that was great. I liked it. <sighs> cool. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, So, Chris, how about you? Is there something that stood out to you that you may have forgotten about or something that uh, you really liked about it? Um, I mean, we're getting into spoilers here and stuff, so. Eh, spoil away. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what we're reviewing the movie, so, yeah, spoilers. But the ending, I always thought was pretty intense. Uh, The part where, you know, he basically kicks into the door and the guy's got his daughter with, like, the knife to her throat. And he starts kind of like the guy almost in a way is like bargaining, negotiating, like threatening him. And as he starts going into it, just he just he just puts the bullet right into him calmly, collectively, like doesn't even think about it, squeezes it one off. And it's just like, oh, shit, that just happened. Yeah, it was. So I really like that scene because he's just staring him down and no one saying yeah. anything. He's just he's waiting for him. The this the sheik or whatever he was yeah. to uh, to say something and catch him off guard. And that's when he took advantage of just knowing that that's when Kimmy was safest when he was distracted. Yeah. It's just, it's very intense that scene. Cause it's like, yeah. you don't know if they're going to talk, but he doesn't do a damn thing. And all of a sudden, boom, like just one shot. Yeah. One thing that did bug me was that when she was in the auction, she was so drugged out of her mind. She was like, yeah, stumbling all over. And then in that scene, she's suddenly totally coherent. Like it just totally, or off. Yes, I do remember that I mentioned that almost immediately. Yeah. Because I was really upset about that too. I'm like, wait, wasn't she just drugged out? 
I guess it's a little bit more. It heightens the tension when she knows what's going on. If if she had or if that guy had the knife to her throat and she was still staring off into space and just like, Ugh, right, it wouldn't have uh, had the same effect. But yeah, I mean, all around, just that whole scene of him getting on the boat and just taking guys out one by one. Um, just I, it's one thing I did notice: the, most of the action sequences and fights and it was all within very close quarters. They were in buildings, um, obviously on the ship in the mansion. It's just all a lot of close quarter combat, which I can appreciate instead of just, you know, I, I did like the construction site because it was like a chase scene, mm-hmm. but so much of the fighting happened. Just there's not a lot of wiggle room, you know, just had to make do with your surroundings and um, just, I don't know, just, I appreciate that choreography that they did for that. I agree. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I definitely don't have a particular favorite scene on this movie, but there's a reason why. Is because overall I enjoyed the movie so much. I don't think that I could really pick out something that was that specific. I, I think I just enjoyed it as a whole. But some of the parts made it for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's probably what I'm going to go with because, like, every scene you guys are bringing up, I enjoyed something about them, but I still can't come up with something that was definitely like just a specific favorite. Yeah, I, I but I still love that monologue he has on the phone with that guy. Oh yeah, it's probably still one of my favorite monologues. Mm-hmm. Definitely, everybody knows it. It was just it's so good. It is. So why don't we jump into our nostalgia score? Um, Carrie, I swear to God, if you say five, I quit. <laughs> it's an enthusiastic five. There's a difference. Uh, so, um, Spaz, since you're you're joining us for part two, why don't you go last? Why don't you share? Good. No, no, nope, you're gonna go first. <laughs> I don't want to send it to somebody else. Go away. No, okay. Uh, you you gave it a six as your nostalgia. I did. Yes. Um, uh, I'm gonna go for it. I'll bump it up to seven five. That's an aggressive leap. Yeah, man. I mean, it was an entertaining watch. I, I recently did watch it before today. It was, I think it was uh, a couple years ago. I think it was on Netflix or something like that. And I was like, I haven't seen this movie since theater, so I'm going to give it a go. And and I remembered that, it, yeah, the movie's just entertaining. It's flat out entertaining. And like what you said, Tim, the monologue on the phone, it's, it's a great part. That was, that, that was, that's probably my favorite scene i should have said that but and it's been used or in different ways in other shows and movies since it happened and you know if other people are using something from that movie it's a keeper it's good it's just it's the mainstay yeah you know liam neeson did a uh super bowl ad as brian mills i want to see if i can find it yeah let me see if i can find the uh yes it was it's like um it was a Super Bowl ad for Clash of Clans. Remember he was Oh big... yeah, I remember that now. Okay. Um God, I wanna just what was this quote that he did in this thing? It was like it was absurd. Nope. It was funny because it was like it was absurd talking about dragons or something. <laughs> anyway, forget about it. Um I just know he did that commercial just kind of mocking it and you know, it's it was a very spoofed monologue and it's just funny that he did it to himself too, so yeah, it's, I'm, I'm going to look that up when we're done here, because I do remember that now when you say Clash of Clans or whatever it was. Yeah, it was like him and I think it was also, um, 
what's her name? Uh, Kate Upton, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she, yeah, she, 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 she was part of it for like two or three years or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, I just it's just you know it's a great scene. Oh, absolutely. Um, Carrie, why don't you just throw us a five point five and get it over? With? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny you say that. I was debating oh. five point five or six. I've taken a lot of hate for this five, but it's you know. I would only rank movies I've seen, right? So, like, of all the movies I've seen, this had a nostalgia of five, which is pretty good. I still say that that's, you know, you all think five is bad. Five's pretty good. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe I'll, because of the hatred, I will be peer pressured into saying six. No, 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 no. no. Be peer pressured. We're <laughs> no, not. I, I think six. I really do like this movie. I think part of. Um, why my kind of retrospective was a little jaded is because he was in a bunch of similar movies that came out like right after this. Um, yes. I don't know if it was just like typecasting because I think his his wife had died right before he she, made this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know if it had something to do with like typecasting and and something like that for him. But I think I just got jaded by some of those other movies that you know there was just so much of the same a little bit, but. I really do like this movie. And like I said, if it's on TV and I'm like flipping through the channels, I put this movie on pretty much every time. So yeah, six. All right. I will take it. I just want to say, I hope that you don't feel pressured to give it that. Like I felt pressured to give Big Trouble in Little China a much higher rating. (laughs) Dana, if I had been around, I would have had your back. It's okay. Okay. Thank you. I'm just making sure. I just want to make sure you're not like feeling like you have to put that, no. that number there. It deserves a solid six for sure. All right. Because it's greater than one. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, Chris. I think Danny's put out his own tutoring with Dan. I just, I just want it on a shirt. It's like six is greater than one. It's like, no, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I could have swore I said six is greater than five, but you didn't. I, no. you didn't. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get where you were going with it. It's just the words that came out of your mouth were funny. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. I appreciate it. Well, Dana, how about you? You you came in with a seven for your nostalgia. Um. So I'm gonna say overall that movie held up really well for me. Um, I still really enjoyed it. I was still captivated by it. Um, in all reality, considering that, I mean, it's already a 10 year old movie and I still enjoy it just as much might actually go up to an eight. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I'd still watch this every single time it's on. And I, I mean, I just enjoyed it. That being said, I don't think that I will watch the sequels because I'm afraid that if I do, I will no longer feel this way. Mm. I know if you watch a third one, you'll feel that. I don't remember liking the third one. I think the second one I kind of liked or at least enjoyed enough. Um, But wasn't the third one and like, I don't even remember what scenery it was, but it was really weird. So who knows? At that point, I was kind of like, how many times can this happen? Yeah, no, that started making me angry. It's like, dude, it's happened once, and you're going to allow it to happen again. And then, oh, wait, you're going to have your remarried wife and kid get captured in the third one. Good. You're you're just a great dude. Exactly. That's why I'm like, eh. Don't spoil it for Chris. He might watch these. Oh, I'm going to watch them. But I mean, for me, though, yeah, for me, I think I'm going to just have... 
a better nostalgia score for this one and leave it at that and not see the other ones. All right. I'll watch it by myself. Okay. Yeah, I own all three, so I'll probably watch them too. I, I just got to know, is it as bad as I, I remember? Because I, I it can't be, right? But eh. I, I don't remember either, uh, at least for you and I, Tim, I don't remember either of us hating the second one, but we were kind of like, okay, I mean, leave it at that. And then when the third one came out, we were both just like, what? Why? Yeah. Oh, like Chris was mentioning in the first episode, it's good, like the Takener, the, the, the Taken did. Yeah. Yeah, Taken yes. did. That's the third one, yeah. Taken is exactly the second. Taken did is the third. Takenist. Uh, Takenist. Relative. <laughs> so, Chris, you gave it a 7.5 out the gate with your nostalgia. I did. And uh, Dana has taken the wind out of my sails because she apparently copied my notes. <laughs> and um, what she said was almost verbatim of what I was going to say uh, in the regards to. It being a 12-year-old movie, it held up extremely well, in my opinion. I think maybe it's probably because it was, there wasn't a crazy amount of reliance on technology and so forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, outside of the, the phones and the cars, like, you remove those two aspects. And the disposable camera that no one's going to know what that is in, like, five years. <laughs> yeah. That, that's true, except I just watched a horror movie that had one in there, and that was filmed this year. <laughs> well, it, excuse me. It had it was um, one of those retro Polaroid cameras that makes the little um, the little tiny instant images. Mm. Yeah, I, those are still the, the Kodak. You, you can still buy those in those hipster stores. So yeah, that was in it. But like, yeah, it, there was no disposable camera. Yeah, that did kind of show its age a, a little bit. No one's using phones to take photographs. Well, even then, just the. Uh, the disposable cameras, uh, getting it like one hour processing. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the way of the, uh, dodo. Yeah. yeah. I, so those aspects, I mean, if you kind of ignore them, like it, the movie overall holds up. So, okay. Minus the, the disposable camera, the car models and the phones, and you could plop it in and be like, yeah, this holds up pretty well. This could be filmed, you know, now swap some stuff out and still hold up. Well, I agree. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. It hold up really well. Um, I enjoyed it. I watched it right after another movie I watched yesterday. So, um, and it's challenging for me to do double headers anymore like that. So, and the fact that it kept my interest the whole time. Um, yeah. So is that an eight? Yes. I'm rounding up to an eight. Mm. <laughs> rounding up. An enthusiastic eight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate. Oh, there's, there's no, there's no hate. It's just five's a neutral number out of 10. <laughs> It's a nothing number. Like, uh, like, like I'm, fi- I'm fiving this. Well, what, that's like the most neutral position you could have. It's not a four. It's a five. It's smack dab in the middle. Yes. It's a very. I think we've. I'm not done beating this dead horse. Go for it. <laughs> Someday I'm going to give a one and you're going to be so disappointed. Carrie, I'm always disappointed. That's not, true. Not in you, just in general. No, in you probably. <laughs> no, mostly spaz. Let's be honest. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that's right, buddy. Love you too, buddy. I'm not saying those words. That's weird. You should. No, you You'll keep saying it, it to me. You, you text it to me late at night. And it's uncomfortable. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> well, I'm, that's, I'm not sorry. Just it is what it is. And that's why Chris mutes the text messaging past a certain time because he knows he's going to get some awkward stuff from Dan at three right? in the morning. Right. Exactly. You know, when you get the drinking and feeling good, you just got to tell people, 
You get a text from you, man. at late hours of the night that you love him? Hell yeah. Oh, you never man. text me, Dan, and I'm three hours behind, so it's not even the middle of the night here. Yeah, so you can I text know, her at three in the morning and it'd be midnight for her. So that's Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, I gotta, no, I have to wait until like six to text you that, Carrie. <laughs> so has to specifically Monster. make sure it's 3 a.m. your yeah. time. It has something to do with the unholy trinity. It's mocking. It's like watching <laughs> the Exorcist movies. Exactly. Exorcism of Emily Rose too much. Right, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's making a mockery of the holy trinity, so he's gonna text you at 3 a.m. Yep. But, don't, but Carrie, you know, I love you. I love you too, buddy. It's a lot of love in this podcast. Love you too. Not for me. So much love. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, Dan will text everybody really inappropriate things at three in the morning. And yeah, Dan, I text right? everybody. <laughs> I text everybody the, the podcasting schedule. It's like, hey, I got this great idea. And Chris is like, shut the hell up. That, that, is, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're really getting, if you're interested in having some late night love text sent to you, please post your number on the. Um, <laughs> On second watch podcast Twitter page and spam make sure to text next time he's loaded. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, just make sure you don't give your old number to your younger sister. Oh <laughs> yes. Never do that. Mm. <coughs> and for for context yeah, here, I, to- I totally some- traumatized your sister on that one, didn't oh. I? <laughs> yeah, let's so let's okay. God. So I get I gave my old phone. To my younger sister, who's ten years younger than me, so she had my old number. And Dan, for some reason, didn't have my updated phone number, even though I changed numbers years before this. And gets drunk and goes on an angry tirade in a voicemail, <laughs> to which my sister listens to, who I think at the time was twelve, something like that, maybe. Yeah. Perfect. Maybe. And basically scars her for life and she's crying, gives my gives her phone to my mom's like, What I don't know who this is, and they're yelling at me. <laughs> uh, don't leave me alone. And you did something that pissed me off. I well, I didn't have your number, that's probably why. I, yeah, I was yes. angry. But what if you uh, did have his number and you just used the wrong one? Because that was a thing at that point too. That could have been it, yeah. I just I think you probably just used the wrong one. I had the drunk goggles on. I was like, you know what, Tim, I haven't talked to you in a while. And I'm just gonna lay into you with a lot of cussing and other <laughs> delightful things. That was funny. Yeah, that was, that, that that was, was I, I had fun. I don't care. I got a laugh spaz. out of it. That's old spaz now, spaz nowadays and text uncomfortable love messages to you. No, I still mm-hmm. text I other like I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're not all lovey-dovey. I can tell you that. Can't wait well, to get texted. Sorry, the text messages are, it's when I call you, the voicemails are always... Incoherent? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Without <is> thought. <laughs> it's mostly just heavy breathing. I for like 10 to 20 minutes, and I hate talking on the phone, so... He does. So, my final rewatch rating... Uh, I gave it a 6.5 for my nostalgia and something that I'm, I'm going to bump my score up. And the reason why I'm bumping it up is because this movie comes in at 90 minutes long. It tells a good story that just keeps you on edge. As I mentioned a couple of times, and it's just, you see it, the whole thing play out in the desperation of him. He never gets to the point where he's about to lose it. He's always in control, even when he's furious and I mean that's a that's a badass dad right there. Yep. So Yes. It's it's very it's very cool just to see what the lengths he would go to 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 save his daughter. 
and you know save other people in the process even though eh, maybe a makeshift detox of that girl wasn't uh, the safest route but he needed his answers but um yeah i'm so i'm gonna bump mine mine up to a seven really i did enjoy this film uh they i think they they went through so much in such a short period of time where i feel some movies that are two and a half hours almost three hours long just drag on this just went right to it it was captivating a lot of fun and something that definitely if i was you know in a bucket of popcorn and ready to go at a movie theater this is something i would watch so uh i'll give it a seven so with our scores combined hey now that we have five people we are captain planet right yeah, there's are. five people yes. in that right yep yes and spass's heart uh but uh <laughs> yep <laughs> Our average score is a 7.3. Nice. Let's see. Going down the list here, which is uh, just a little smidgen of a point less than Clueless. Wow. Hmm. I wasn't on that one. It would have been lower. I blame Carrie. No, because if I was here, Clueless would have been higher because that's like one of my (laughs) favorites from growing up. No, that would have been higher. I would have given that a good. That's a good movie. Love that movie. It is. So, yeah, 7.3 for Taken, which is... uh, Pretty good. I don't remember what IMDb was. I think it was like a 7.8. Chris, uh, check it out. Um, I thought it was lower. I think it's lower. I think it's in the 6s. I think it's 6. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I looked after I gave you my score just now because I was like, am I going to be the real curmudgeon on this? And then I looked and I was right at it. it oh, you're pretty. Is, no, no, it's actually 7.8. Oh, no, I am the curmudgeon. Okay. Well, that's great. Ah. Yep, seven point eight out of uh, ten with over five hundred fifty thousand votes. Well, that's okay. It is our average rewatch brings it up almost a full point better than our nostalgia, which is good. I mean, it, especially for a movie that we already knew from our nostalgia was still a, it's a good good movie, and it, it still went up. So that, that speaks to the quality of this film and the fact that it ages well. And I mean, even if it, it being you know twelve eleven years old. It's, it's still, it's very, it's very enjoyable and a lot of, a lot of good, good action scenes. Um, I try to find some good notes from the soundtrack and it's very industrial. Um, not a lot to, to pick out of it, but it's, you know, you weren't there for the soundtrack. You're there for Liam Neeson and his badassery. So there we are. That's, uh, that's taken for you. 7.3. 7.3. We were taken by taken. Oh, I knew you were going there as soon as you yeah, said it. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> it, just, it just had to be said. Someone had to say it. Yeah. Get out. No, just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I said that because of something I'm going to say when we're off. So. We're oh, good. okay. <laughs> You're leaving, Tim. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. no. We're just waiting until we're off the podcast. No. You packed your no. bags it, and put them in the car. It, it's, yeah. it's actually for a movie suggestion, so no. Oh, okay. Get out. Oh. I know what you're going to say. No, no, no. Get smart. Let's just, let's just say or it right I, now, Dana. Okay. Go for no, it. No, I found out that the other guys officially hits our, um, our, uh, ten, our 10 year requirement. Yeah. Our 10 year requirement. Yeah. And we have to do it. I'm so happy for that. And I also noted that like recently too, because I was watching it and I was like, I wonder how old this is and if this would make it. And yes, we hit it. So I'm right there with you, Dana. Yes, it okay literally just hit this three days ago, yep. and I am so excited. And even though, Carrie, I know you weren't with us when we saw it, um, at least I know that myself, Spaz, Tim, and Chris, we all were at the theater together and watching this. So 
we have to do this movie soon. I'm a peacock. Let me fly. It's one of it's <laughs> one of the few Will Ferrell movies I enjoy. So yeah. Same here. Same here. Gator probably because, cats, probably because he's not in the primary role, so that's why it's enjoyable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we're gonna add that to our, our backlog and we'll take a look at our schedule and see what's coming up. But before that, it's very important that we touch on Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure because Bill and Ted 3 is the date has moved around so much. It's now officially coming out August 28th. So we need to hit Excellent Adventure just to uh, just to say we did because this year has been chaotic trying to get movies to come out at the same time or nostalgia reviews for the prequels to come out when uh, their sequels or whatever is coming out because the movie theaters are all shut down and everything. So we got to do it. Excellent Adventure is a fantastic film. Dana's never seen it. What? Nope. Ah, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of effort to get her to see it. So, oh, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, she, Dana. she didn't like Big Trouble in Little China. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, this at least has some history to it, right? Anybody? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. no I'll, give it. I'll give it. To you. I'll give it to you. Ish. So that'll be that's that's next up is uh, Bill and Ted, and I got. Jeez, I got fifty element or entries into nostalgia for that already. So, oh my god, it's, people are excited for Bill and Ted Three. So, Woo. we'll see. So, anyway, thanks for joining us on this Taken review. Like I said, we were taken by Taken. I had to say it again. Sorry. Uh, did you? Shut I up. did. <laughs> it's it's right there in my heart now. I gotta just every time I think about it, I gotta say it. So check us out everywhere. Our site. Uh, is getting updated on the regular www. I don't know why I say that anymore. No one says that anymore. Oswpodcast.com. You can play our over under game. You can rate us. You can support us. All sorts of fun stuff out there. So thanks for listening. Participating in our over under. Yeah. This is going to be busy during these nights now. It's true. I'm okay with this though. I. At night, I love everyone. During the day, get the good luck out of my way. (laughs) (laughs) It's real aggressive. Bam. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to send your Ryan Gosling pictures our way. No. Ryan Gosling and bunnies. Ryan Gosling and bunnies. Ryan Gosling and small woodland creatures. I don't want want to have to narrow it all the way down to rabbits. I'm okay with any type of small woodland creature. They can be nestled in his arms. I like other woodland creatures. Just not the cutest. I do not like bunnies. We had okay. No, this needs to be said by the way too to go on with this bunny thing because now this is a thing. Uh, (laughs) How do you? How do you hate bunnies? I still hate them. We're not even going to get into this. Oh my god! But there was two of them contemplating my death, staring at me Mm. while I was eating dinner yesterday. And I'm just saying, nuzzle you, Dana. Bunnies nuzzle you. No, they didn't. They they wanted to bite me. They don't and make me bleed. Oh my god! Ish. We had one. My brother had one as a pet for like several years. They're like, they're awesome. Yeah. I have two. My neighbors had one for like four or five years. I had no. awesome ones and they were litter box trained. So I just let them roam around yep. my basement all the time. And they would use the litter box and like hop into bed with me. And they were awesome. Yeah. we. I used to watch TV with uh, Salem. Salem. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was litter, he was litter box trained and stuff too. He'd run around the basement. The only time he'd get in trouble is if he'd get pissed, he'd tear off, uh, the basement wasn't finished, he'd tear off like the drywall and yep. stare at you and throw yep. it at the ground. Then he'd hide underneath the fridge. 
Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rabbit was awesome, Chris. He bit through so many of my like power cords for like my Game Boy. So, so it's like having children. You should not have. You should have paid more attention, yes. to them, Chris. I'm hoping uh, your kids aren't chewing your power cord. Yeah, right. You let them hide underneath the fridge too and eat drywall. <laughs> What kind of household you got going on over there? (laughs) We're surviving. Okay, give us a break. (laughs) Where's the kids? Under the fridge. (laughs) Eating drywall. (laughs) Eating drywall. Hiding under the fridge. At least the drywall's not painted. Give us a break. Afterwards, we're going to eat some power cords. Oh, shit. I'm just imagining the scene from Christmas Vacation with, like, the cat under the chair. That's exactly it. That's awesome. What a good movie that is. Yes. Oh, boy. Well, so for anyone that's still listening, (laughs) um, if Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is your thing, uh, make sure to hit us up on Twitter and Facebook because there's so much nostalgia I got to pine through. Uh, This is your chance. And this is the last movie we have before our giveaway. So if you want to see more about that giveaway, go to oswpodcast.com slash giveaway. We have $450 worth of stuff that we're giving away, and we'll be live at the end of August. So join at least me <laughs> uh, for a live stream, and we'll we'll give all that stuff away and um, talk movies. Yeah, I can't wait. So thanks a lot for tuning in, for taking part two. And I think, Chris, you'll watch Taken 2 and 3. I probably will. I probably Dana won't. Will. And Spaz will. So I'll get it at some point. Yeah, and borrow it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Bill and Ted up next. And then we'll find a way to get the other guys in there because that is, Please. quite frankly, the best Will Ferrell movie yeah. of all time. Yes. So that's, this is uh, a requirement. Yes. Dana doesn't come out here and say she needs to watch something very, very often. So if she's she's that, that hard up, just we have to watch it, then we'll we'll make time. Thank you. Uh, happy wifey. <laughs> happy Just wifey. like when we make time for Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can't wait for that <laughs> one either. Thank you so much for that. Priorities. <laughs> right. We've got to balance the scales a little bit. <laughs> right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Just waiting for it. Just I have out. <laughs> you, you, you had to build up to it. Is that why I heard like the like the Friday the Thirteenth like ch, 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 ch. <laughs> like you were like revving up like uh, here I come. Rev out. Yeah, buddy. Peace out, bitches. It's like a like a bull digging his his hooves into the sand, getting ready to charge. I, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, spaz out. Peace. I-